handoff to Jonathan oh. Taylor. Hughes hole. He's at the 30. He's going to go. 10, 5, touchdown. Jonathan Taylor made a man miss the line of scrimmage and then runs it into Pater. And a one-handed INT. Are you kidding me? Kenny Moore. What a play by Naheem Hines. What's going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Bring the Juice Colts podcast. Cody Felger here. Derek, I have a green screen now larger. And Mr. Marcus Culture Shock himself. Fellas, how you doing? Doing great, man. Doing great. I am awesome. Love the green screen, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. If you guys saw the last few minutes, I've been trying to work <laughs> on the lighting and shit. I mean, you know, it's kind of funny because... I promise y'all I'm going to work on getting the lighting better. If anyone was in my live stream when I did it, I know I looked like Casper. I know Marcus was telling me that <laughs> a couple times, but I'm going to work on the lighting in here. I swear. I just, it, this is the best I can get it right now. So <laughs> fair enough. Fair <laughs> Take enough. it one step at a time, boys. One step <laughs> at a time. Hey, I'll, I mean, it's better than the Dexter background. I think we can all agree with yeah, that. Yeah, I think everybody will agree on that one. <laughs> it's good to have something culture-related on the background. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. All right, fellas. Well, today we're going to kind of look at some guys we think potentially are some sleepers. Now, I put out like a question, like who were some sleepers earlier um, on Twitter, and I literally got so many different answers. I was like, I can't just pick like five. Like we're just going to give a bunch of guys because we feel like there's a lot of guys who are super slept on on this Indianapolis team. So, Marcus, since you are our guest, I will let you go first with your first choice here um, for your first guy who you think is a sleeper, a guy who's being slept on right now. A guy I think is Tyquan Lewis. Number one, hmm. Tyquan Lewis. I think he's going to be stepping into a big role next season. Now, of course, we did lose Danica Archery, but I think he can be a good replacement. Of course, you got another guy like Justin Houston that's not back, but I think a guy like him in my second pick can be big next season on their roles, and I don't think they're getting talked about enough, but I do think Tyquan definitely is going to be a sleeper for sure. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I think Taekwon is a guy that secretly had a really good season, uh, a season that nobody's really talking about. He wasn't obviously to force Buckner level, but I agree. I think he was a very good uh, rotational player last year, and now the door's wide open for you know both defensive end spots. So I'm really excited to see what he's going to potentially do. Uh, Derek, who was your first guy here that you think's uh, being slept on? I'm honestly, ironically, going to go the same thing here with Taekwon Lewis. I mean, okay. I, I saw from – you know, last off season we were talking about it, had the best training camp of anyone in all of camp and went from a potential roster cut to being a rotational piece on this defensive line. I look for him to try to continue to take that next step. You know, you took that step, you showed that you're worth what we were hoping you would do. You would be your rotational piece. Now, can you add on to that? to be what we want you to be, which is another good role piece for, you know, whether you're taking Grover Stewart's spot in the middle for passing downs, whether you are going to be in that defensive end spots while Dio is out for an extended period of time, you know, yep. be that versatile defensive lineman that we think you can be. I think he can. I look for him to try to build on that last training camp performance and do it again. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think Taekwon Lewis is a solid pick here. Uh, for the sake of argument, because you guys both did him, I did not have him on this list, but I 
definitely could include him on this list. Uh, I'm just going to stay here on the defensive side. I was going to originally go with the offense and defense, but since you guys brought up the defender, Taekwon Lewis, I'm going to go with another another defender here. That's Bobby Okariki. Um, another similar situation here, I think, in some ways to Taekwon Lewis, where he's going to get more playing time because of a player leaving, right? So Anthony Walker obviously going to Cleveland in free agency. Um, I really feel like Okariki is going to have an opportunity. Um, but obviously, I feel like Okariki up to this point compared to Taekwon Lewis has probably put a little bit more out on the field on tape. But I feel like now with the extended role he's going to get and more of the leadership role, um, Okariki's really being slept on and he's a really good player. So I think he's going to be secretly a really good linebacker for this Colts team. You know, we all know about Darius Leonard. Everybody talks about him, whether that's positive or negative. Um, he's always being talked about as his top five linebacker, at least in the league. And so Bobby Okariki, I think, is going to be a nice middle linebacker for the Colts. Um, and, and Jim Mersey thinks he's a pro bowler. So, I mean, I think he has definitely has the ability to be that type of player. Marcus, who is your number two guy here? Another guy on that defensive line. Grover Stewart, man. I love mm. Grover Stewart, dude. His production last year, he got paid and everything. He deserves every dollar. I don't think he gets talked about a lot for his production, for what he does. Uh, even like when we have DeForest Buckner and everything, when Grover Stewart comes in, he lets his presence be felt. And that's one thing we're going to be needing on a defensive line next year. And I think whenever he steps in and fills in for every role, I think he's going to be very pivotal going forward into next season with this tough schedule. So I think he's definitely being slept on next year. I think Grover Stewart's going to have another big impact here for us. Hmm. Agreed. Oh, definitely. Grover Stewart is fantastic, man. He is. He definitely deserved that contract extension. I agree with you there. Derek, who do you have here? Um, I'm going to go with Paris Campbell. Now, I know that's okay. a little bit of a weird one because, you know, I think a lot of Colts Nation is quite back and forth when it comes to his name. You know, you either have half the people saying, oh, we think he's – going to be a breakout player you have the other half saying we don't trust him at all because you know he's an injury prone player even though we know that's not that's far from the truth I think that you know it's a sleeper because you know half of Colts Nation just doesn't quite understand because they're they can't get the stigma out of their head that this guy actually does have the talent to be a great player on this roster and I think that Paris Campbell is going to turn a lot of heads if he can stay even semi-healthy. Mm. I love Paris Campbell, man. I, I really hope that he can just have you know, a healthy season for the first time ever in the NFL. Um, it's, it's about time. This guy's had so many unfortunate injuries. I think it's about his time. Um, but I think I want to stick with receiver, go with Zach Paschal. And the reason why I want to go with Zach Paschal is because we talk about those three wide receivers. We talk about T.Y., we talk about Pittman, we talk about Paris Campbell. We don't talk about Zach Paschal enough. Um, and I'll admit it, we don't do it enough on this podcast. Zach Paschal deserves more love than he gets from uh, just Colts people in general. So, I mean, the things that he does, it may not necessarily show up on the stats. If you would just look at you know catches and yards and touchdowns and all that stuff, nothing would really pop out to you. But just what he does, that – the stats don't catch, right? His run blocking ability, just his blocking ability in general. I mean, he's just fantastic. And he always seems like he comes up with a big play when you need it um, down the stretch. And I just love what Zach Pascal brings to this team. I mean, 
so fortunate that we were able to get him last off season and just talk a little bit about him. And I mean, he's just quietly a guy that's always on the field, always working, always setting that precedent uh, for what the Colts are looking for in their wide receiver. So Zach Pascal, I think is very slept on, but he can really step up and need be. I mean, he was a Colts leading receiver. People seem to forget he was a Colts leading receiver in 2019. Like this is a guy that can play when need be. All right. Uh, let's move on now to the number three guy, Marcus, who you got? I was going to use Zachary Pascal. Perfect. Uh, I feel like yes. Derek was going to. Yeah, yeah Zachary I, I'm Pascal literally was doing the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of funny because once Cozy made it, I was like, well, that was my guy right there. You pretty much just hit a nail on everything. I feel like he gets lost in the offense so many times. And I feel like even last year when we, we didn't have like a go-to guy, even when Pippen was out, Zachary Pascal was the most reliable last year, in my opinion. And I feel like he doesn't get enough credit for what he does. And he's very, he's very, uh, very productive in any role he can play on, on, on the offense. So I definitely think he's going to be a sleeper next year, just like any other year. Zachary mm-hmm. Pascal is going to be contribute very well in next season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he hit the nail on the head. I hate to keep saying it multiple times over, but you're right. Like every time we, you know, we've spent the whole off season. Oh, can we get T Y Hilton back? Oh, Michael Pittman. He's about to be the breakout guy, right? Uh, Paris Campbell, you know, how's he look coming back from injury? All this time we've been forgetting about the most consistent wide receiver on our roster over the last few years, and that's Zach Pascal. You know, we've been forgetting about it all this time. And, you know, the multiple times where he's had some great games, you know, he's played a lot of great games against some divisional rivals, including the Texans. You know, he's starting to turn into the new T.Y. Hilton when it comes to the Texans. He seems to have his best games against them, which is great to know. Um, you know, and this again, just like last year, again, was a consistent, reliable option. And I fully expect him to do it again. And people will completely forget his name. Even the national media will forget it. And then all that takes is one game. And then people are like, oh, wait, he's on the roster again. Everyone right. says, does it all the time. And I love yeah. it. Yeah. Speaking of guys who are consistent, I have to talk about Jack Doyle for a minute because nobody talks about him. I mean, he has been a model of consistency ever since he came to Indianapolis. Undrafted free agent, was a number three tight end, worked his way all the way up to number one, and he's been a pro bowler. He's been consistently solid, good, reliable guy. Um, In the midst of all this quarterback chaos, all the different quarterbacks, He's been a consistent guy. And I think now finally getting the quarterback, Andrew Luck-esque, those kind of tendencies, I think it'd go really well for, for a guy like Jack Doyle, right? We talk all the time about Mo Ali cox Kylan Grants, and these guys, what they're going to bring to the offense, and rightfully so, right? They have the things that you're really excited about. But Jack Doyle has consistently been a solid tight end in this Colts offense. He's really been the cog that makes this thing go in terms of helping his quarterback out of trouble. So I just have to show some love to my guy, Jack Doyle, because he doesn't get talked about enough either. Um, And I am a big Jack Doyle guy myself. So I just had to give him a shout out. But Marcus, who's your next guy? My next guy is going to be Kari Willis. Kari Mm. Willis is going to be a sleeper pick for me. Of course, he's a nice duo and a great pair with Julian Blackman, and I think they can be a nice, good duo for the future of the Indianapolis Colts. He's a really good tackler out there. Of course, with the, if he sees the ball, he's going to go get it. And I think he, even if he can go get a sack, he can go through with the quickness of acceleration. And I don't, I don't think his talent gets talked about enough. Of course, he has places to improve, but I think he's one of those guys that can be a really good sleeper next season. Um, going into it, a lot of people have been praising Kari Willis at the end of the year. Even in this offseason, they're thinking he's going to have a really good year next year. And I think he's definitely going to be 
one of those sleeper guys for me going into next season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you look at his improvement from his rookie season to his sophomore season. I mean, it's it's crazy how how much better he got. We thought he was really good as a, a rookie, but even in year two, I mean, his missed tackle numbers were so much better in year two. You got to think if he's continuing to improve, how much better can he be here in year three? Derek, who's your next guy? Uh, I'm going to go with Marlon Mack on this one. I think okay. – even a lot of Colts fans are forgetting just how good Marlon Mack was uh, in this system of two years ago. I mean, we obviously know Jonathan Taylor is going to be the lead back going forward. He's too talented not to be. And we know that Hines, especially last year, I know Cody and I talked about it multiple times, how Hines seemed to run the ball a lot better in between the tackles last year, which seems to make me think he's going to have a few more rushing attempts this next year. But again, with Marlon Mack coming back, I really think that he's going to outperform the expectations that are being put on him. Even if he might get the least amount of carries, I think he actually is going to still average, you know, near that five yards per carry that we think that he can, because you know, the Colts offensive line's not taking a step back from losing, you know, Costanzo when Eric Fisher comes back. We seem to think that they're going to stay right where they were at the beginning. And I think Marlon Mack is going to come back with a vengeance because I think he knows whether his time in Indianapolis here is going to be short-lived from this point on. I think he's desperate to prove that he's still got it. I think a lot of people are seeming to forget that. And I think he's going to really show people the running back that he still is and whether that's staying with the Colts after this season or going to another team, because another team finds that value in him. I think he's going to show it this year. Hmm. Oh yeah. I love the Mac love there, man. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Marcus, um, I think I already asked you your next guy. So I'll go for my guy here. Um, so I was kind of torn with this, but I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about Braden Smith. I mean, I think I have to at this point. I mean, how underrated this guy is, man. I mean, no sacks allowed and still didn't even get pro bowl or all pro consideration. That's absolutely insane to me. Um, I can't believe, and he's so underrated. I almost didn't include him on my list. I mean, he's yeah, just I know. darn good. <laughs> the, Reds, um, the Colts, the Colts fan base understands the value of this guy, but yeah, the national media and other fan bases have no clue who this guy is. But yet, somehow, yeah. he was one of the only tackles last year that did not allow a sack all of last year, which is insane. Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, Marcus, last guy here. Who is your fifth guy? Might receive some heat about this, but I really don't care. Um, <laughs> my last sleeper guy is going to be Rocky Sin. Now, if, if Rocky Sin can get any type of his production from the rookie year, and I wish he – I think he can. I think he can be a sleeper pick. One thing why, because I know quarterbacks next season is going to test him all year, and I'm pretty sure that's what Rocky Sin is going to want. He's been working his butt off this whole offseason. He's been getting praise from Kenny Moore, and he knows what's at risk if he doesn't perform next season. And I think he's going to put himself up to the test, game by game, play by play, and perform like he's supposed to. One of the most pivotal games from last season that I think he did and he was really underestimated about was the Green Bay Packers game. Mm-hmm. Caught that interception against Aaron Rodgers. Of course, he got smoked at the beginning of the game, but nobody talks about his second-half performance going into that game. I think Rocky Sin has what it takes to improve. He definitely has a fan of me. He has my support. 
All you guys have to do is just wait and see. Now, it's not saying he's going to do it, but I think he's going to be a sleeper pick, and that's why that he's my last pick for this video discussion. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, good grief. If you would ask, like, you know, if you can even ask our own fans, who's a player that, you know, you're kind of giving up on, a lot of people would include Rockison in there. Ask Van Albright. He says, I'm done with you, Sin. Of course. Yeah. Which is crazy because he's only been in the league two years, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just absolutely crazy that some people are willing to give up on a guy that hasn't even played out his half. He's played out half of his rookie contract. You know what I mean? Like, he still is very young. He's still learning the position. It takes some of these guys years and years. It's like corner and pass rush especially. It takes these guys some time sometimes to get, you know, to where they need to be. And so I just think it's a little bit premature still to give up on Rockson because it's not been all bad. Like he's had some really nice moments that you like to see there. Um, but yeah, I think he's the most slept on player of any guy here. I think I can agree on that. So the expectation in the bar is pretty low from the fans perspective. So he has a potential to really uh, ascend, honestly, especially if, like you mentioned, can tap into the second half of that rookie season. I mean, that would be such a huge surprise and so many, and we would love it. And you'd be the first guy to say it, man. We'll just, we'll just say that we'll come back in a year. And if he's, if he's firmly the number one or number two corner, we'll say, hey, Marcus called it by all the way back. He's here. not going to be the number two. He'll be the solid number three, okay? We got to remember. Yeah, I don't know. You got Kenny Moore and you got Xavier Rose. Okay, all right, all right. You know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, you know I know what, I mean. what you mean, but you correct me last a, time. We'll say Kenny's that. a slot. I got to throw it back at you a little bit, all right? Weak argument, but whatever. Yeah, all right, right. <laughs> let's uh, let's go to Derek, I guess. Who do you got, Derek? <laughs> All right, um, it's another corner for me, and it's the one who opted out from last season, and that's going to be Marvell Tell for me. Like I said, that third corner spot, it's up for anybody at this point. You know, Rocky Sin's going to have to battle for it. Marvell Tell's coming back, and he's ready to play now. And just like Yassin was in his rookie year, Marvell Tell at the end of the season was really showing out, was doing a really great job using that length of his and that instincts that he has, I mean, he's got some great intangibles and great recognition. I really want to see him be utilized more in the past game. I really am looking forward to seeing his progression. Um, obviously, missing last season was kind of hurtful for him, I think. You know, when you're a young player, it's not great for you to miss seasons, but I totally get why he did. Um, I just fully expect with there's so much competition for that third corner spot fully expect him to get a couple snaps here and there. And I think he's, I think he's going to rise to the occasion. Yeah. I'm going to throw Isaiah Rogers in there as well. Um, I think both those guys, some people, one of those guys I feel like is going to really show out. Maybe both of them do, but I just wanted to throw his name in there and I'm going to go to my last guy here. Talk about guys that are slept on. How about Carson Wentz, man? How slept on he is, maybe not even by the Colts fan base anymore, but just by so many people. We have, he's a, we have an Eagles fan that comes into our chat every single time. <laughs> yes. Wentz Carson Wentz suck. <laughs> Love that he lives rent-free in your head, bro, to the point where you yeah. come on our videos every time and say Wentz sucks. <laughs> I mean, that's just goes you to show because you. it's funny. We don't block you because it's funny. We love seeing it every time. Uh, Love it. The oh, hate is just channels, unreal. Bro. Yeah, <laughs> it's unreal, man. It's unreal, the hate that he receives. Um, so I think for that reason, so many people are like, he's going to be a bum. He's going to be 2020 Carson Wentz, and I don't think that's going to be the case. I really think he's being slept on by way, way too many people. 
and being re- reunited with Frank Wright, getting back to the basics, I think are going to help him out tremendously well, in 2021. I'll make the case that uh, when it comes to the broadcasting networks, he's not getting slept on because he's helped us get about three more uh, national <laughs> primetime games. So, Shout out to Darren Olski. I mean, hey, at least from the national uh, broadcast perspective, that's not. Like, <laughs> Which is yeah. great. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but all right, that'll do it for our list, guys, of some Colts who we really feel like are being slept on by a lot of people. Let us know of our list. Let us know if there's any other guys that you guys would include. Thank you, Marcus, for coming on. Thanks, Derek, as always. Always a good time. Thank you guys for tuning in. And as always, go Colts.